What is up, guys? It's Ashton back with the Do You Sis podcast. So happy to be back again for another episode this week. You guys, Sydney and I are here again, as always, have her with me because we have some very important topics to dive into today. And actually, actually, in all seriousness, it's something that I feel like needs to be reiterated a lot. I feel like a lot of women struggle with this, uh, myself included. I know Sydney and I have talked about it a lot, maybe more so back in the beginning days of our fitness and health being wrapped up of being wrapped up with the idea of worrying about a number on a scale, worrying about, you know, our body image, comparing ourselves to others. So we're just going to hit on many, many different topics and things today. Going to keep it short, sweet to the point. But first off, Sydney, hello. Welcome back to the show. (laughs) Hey, hey. Glad to be here. How are you? Good? Good. 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 I know. We get to actually see each other this weekend. So I'm having a little birthday party. Uh, Sydney turned 26 last week, last Saturday, and I turned 26 last week too. So we're going to celebrate this weekend, uh, hang out with each other and just have a good time. So I'm anxious to see you. It'll be a good time. I know. I can't wait to see you in person. I know. Instead of through a screen every single week, it'll be good. No. So let's get right to things. I'm very, very excited to talk about this. I know it's something we have hit on before here, but I think I want to dive into it a little bit deeper and get to another level of things, especially when it comes to worrying about a number on a scale. So I guess my first question for you, and then I'll kind of bounce off of that, is one, have you ever really been so wrapped up about the number on the scale, worrying about it, obsessing over it? If so, how did you kind of overcome that? Yeah, so when I was in college um, and I had that disordered eating is kind of what I refer to it as. Um, I don't know. I've never, if I like self-diagnose, I don't know. I'm just worried about that. I just call it disordered eating because that's kind of what I went through. Um, I was really dependent on a scale. Um, I had a routine. I would weigh myself every single morning. I had to be butt ass naked. I didn't want any clothes. I didn't want anything in my stomach. I would pee before I stepped on the scale. Mm-hmm. I'd weigh myself and then um, I would do it every day, every single day. Um, and I obsessed over the numbers. It dictated what I ate that day. It dictated... Um, how much I ran, it dictated how many times I went to the gym, all that kind of stuff. Um, And even flash forward to when I had healthier eating habits in college, I was genuinely working out like I wasn't running myself to the bone. I was still hopping on the scale after every single workout at the gym um, consistently every single day to see what I weighed. It was still an unhealthy relationship with the scale. Um, And it wasn't until I got out of college and there were a couple influencer pages that I was following and they were all kind of saying the same thing like you can't rely on the scale um to mark your progress like it doesn't it's not a it's not a true reflection of what you're doing um and I guess after so many people said that it kind of stuck with me so I kind of put the scale off to the side and lo and behold um when I did your eight week transformation challenge, and then I ended up doing 75 hard, um, I didn't weigh myself, but a couple times throughout the process. And, uh, I weighed more than what I did at the beginning. And I looked a hell of a lot better, um, than what I did. So there must be some truth to that fact. (laughs) Yeah. 
Well, and also that just goes to show like 75 hard, you have to take pictures every single day. So comparing your day one photo to day 75, obviously probably were a ton of differences in your body composition. And, you know, I can't really remember, I'll be honest, I can't really remember when I stopped being so obsessive over a number on a scale. I remember being in college and weighing myself some. And it was never that I was like extremely big or maybe I was in denial. Like I always thought, well, I'm fine. I'm really not that big. And, you know, I've, I've said before on here that I had family members and friends say like, Ashton, you're so small. Like it's not that big of a deal. Well, lo and behold, like it kind of was a big deal. I mean, I've talked about how I was 20, 25 pounds overweight. Actually, I was just unhealthy in general. I ate like shit. I drank way too much. I didn't drink enough water. I just did not take care of myself. Like I went through a horrible phase in college where I just had no idea the poison that I was honestly giving my body. And yeah, even though I did weigh or I do weigh 20, 25 pounds less now, I think it's more so about the fact of how I felt when I weighed what I did. And why I want to get into so much depth and talk about this is because, I mean, I work with women every single day. I mean, I talk to women every single day who really do struggle with seeing a number on a scale and who really do do nothing other than get on that scale every single day. And, you know, I actually just sent a message out the other day to my new year, new me girls. And I said, look, like if you weighed the same exact amount that you do right now, six weeks from now, eight weeks from now, 10 weeks from now, but you're lean, your tone, your inches are smaller. You feel more confident in yourself. Your body composition has 110% changed. Like, are you going to argue with that? No, absolutely not. And I'm the same way too. Like now I'm like, it doesn't matter if I weigh 130 pounds, 140 pounds, 150 pounds. If I know that I'm fueling myself with the proper nutrition, I know that I'm lifting weights and I'm building muscle, which obviously weighs more than fat, by the way. You know, I know that the foods I'm putting into my body, maybe I just said that I'm fueling myself in a good way. You know, it's not poison. It's not body fat. It's lean muscle. It's I don't know. I just feel like there's so much, there's not enough of people talking about it and there's not enough people making it um, realistic for people to understand. Like you cannot weigh yourself every single day and get obsessed over that. Or at the end of the day, you know, that is what you're going to become obsessed over and you're going to miss out on all the opportunities of what eating healthy and, and fueling your body and exercising actually really does for you at the end of the day. Absolutely. I mean, it just, it gets to the point where It's so hard for me to keep my mouth shut about it because, I mean, honestly, so many women get so upset over it and it breaks my heart because I can't change their mindset for them. They have to make and make that middle note and make that middle change for themselves and know like, okay, like I've got to stop worrying about a scale. And here in a little bit, we're going to talk a a little bit about the difference between weight loss and fat loss, which will hit on the note of, you know, changing in your body composition. But I don't know. I just wanted to hit on that because again, I feel like so many women get so wrapped up by a number on a scale, or maybe they start their fat loss journey or weight loss journey and they lose weight. And then the next month they don't lose as much because the scale is not telling them that. So it's discouraging. And then they give up. They don't, they don't want to continue. You know, they get pissed off because, oh, well, the, the scale didn't change much. So I just, I don't understand. I'm throwing in the towel. I'm over it. I'm going to binge eat because I'm depressed yeah. now because I didn't lose six pounds. So um, another question for you, I guess, once you hit that point where you weren't so obsessive over the scale, like how did that make you feel once you knew like that number didn't matter or mean anything? Oh my God. It's freeing. Um, it, I use the scale as like a way to define my worth, which is so fucked up. Um, but I think a lot of women do. Um, I remember at the time the relationship I was in, it wasn't healthy either, but 
I felt like if I weighed any more than 120 pounds, like I just simply was not good enough for him. Like I, I wasn't good enough for myself, let alone anybody else. Like, why would it, anybody want to be with me if I'm way more than whatever right. that number on the scale is? And that's just, I don't know. It's a hard mentality to break. And I don't know that there is a way to break it other than to just finally say, okay, I'm seeing results in other ways. So I don't need the scale. Right. And and other ways being too, like what I preach is like your energy levels. Like if you can actually wake up and be like excited to start the day, you're not extremely fatigued. Like, you know, you can function like with sleep and with the food that you're eating, you feel better, you know, your clothes are fitting better. Like I could always tell a huge difference, like in the waistline of my pants, I could tell like by how baggy my shirts were, like there was just so many different ways like that you can, your skin, like I know that's crazy, but I I could tell a huge difference in my skin once I started eating better. So I don't know. I just like there is so many different ways to measure progress versus a number on a scale. And then another thing I wanted to point out and maybe ask you and get your opinion on is like, what do you think caused us to be so obsessed with that? Or maybe now, is it still the fact that we compare ourselves to others, we worry about comparing ourselves and looking the same as somebody else, or, you know, maybe more body dysmorphia, you know, like, what do you feel like? I don't know if that really came out as a question. I think it's more so maybe let's talk about body dysmorphia. Like, how do you get out of the mindset of being so overly obsessed with like how you look? And, you know, again, that can be extremely discouraging when you feel like you're not making progress. And then again, you're wrapped up with the scale. I don't know. How do you feel like all that relates to it? Um, I think our generation has it a lot harder um, because we grew up in the era of like Victoria's Secret models and the fashion show. Um, We grew up in the era of social media. So we're constantly seeing like a highlight reel of everybody. Um, I know in high school, I I was not athletic. Um, I danced that that was the extent of that. I didn't play any like actual sports, Um, but I was friends with a lot of girls that played soccer, um, a couple softball players. So my body did not look like theirs. Um, I could not do the things that they could do. Um, and that was always a little discomforting, I guess. Um, even the girls that I danced with, my body didn't look like theirs. Um, and like, looking back, I, I was not overweight. I was not obese. I just, I wasn't seeing what I was seeing in them. Like when I looked in the mirror, I didn't see myself and think, oh yeah, like I'm skinny. Like I'm really little. Like I look really good. I was like, no, I carry a little more weight in my stomach. My ass is a little bigger. My arms are a little flabbier. Um, And I I don't know. I think as women, that's just as girls. um, I don't know if it's the way that we're raised. Um, Not that that's me slamming on my parents because that's not the case at all. Um, But I don't know if it's a societal thing. I think comparison just kind of has like a chokehold on us. Um, And I don't know how you break that because like that was one of my, that was my goal for year 26 to stop letting comparison be the thief of my joy. So obviously I haven't figured the formula out um, because I still let it get to me, but I am a lot more confident in my body than I was at one point. I mean, I can go to the gym, work out in a sports bra and not feel 
disgusting or like everybody's staring at me in judgment. So that's a step in the right pro a step in the right direction. Right. right. Um, but I also don't have all the answers. I don't, right. I don't know if you agree with any of that, if you have any different points of view. No, I love, I love all of it. And again, this is just a conversation between you and I, and I know our life may look a lot different than anybody who's listening to this. And I can't ever say that I can put myself into their shoes. And I want to make point of that because I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you wake up every single day and, you know, stepping on that scale, how it makes you feel. I just know back in the day when I did it, yes, it caused a lot of ruffles. Like it ruffled my feathers a lot. Like I know how I felt when I woke up and I saw that and I was, I just felt horrible. And it wasn't even the number on the scale too. It was just, I felt like shit. So I knew it wasn't right. Like I knew it didn't feel good. Um, you made a point about, you know, people playing sports in high school. I was also an athlete. I played all through high school. I was going to play in college, decided not to. And then I went to college and I boozed it up and I ate like shit. And I know I kind of just said that, but a point I want to make now is, you know, I think about society now and I think about the women who are in high school now, and I am a high school softball, um, weightlifting coach. I coach high school athletes. I do training with them two times a week. We weightlift, we resistance train, you name it. And it absolutely floors me the difference between what these girls can lift and how capable and how strong they are now versus what it was when we were in high school. Like it was always about being the skinniest and tiniest person when we were in high school. Now I'm not saying that these girls still don't struggle with that, but these girls want to be fucking strong. These girls want to be able to throw a ball. These girls want to be able to hit a home run. Like, so it is so nice to be able to see how society is changing and how more females and more female athletes are looking forward to growing, building, becoming stronger. And I guess that's where I'm going with this is like, when you can get the idea of being skinny out of your head, when you can get the idea of being a specific number on a scale out of your head, one, it's freedom. Two, you can actually get yourself to the point of reaching your fullest potential by not letting that be or not letting that dictate where and how you become. Like I for me and me in that instance, like right now, like I I don't even weigh myself. Like I'll be honest, I don't even remember the last time I did weigh myself. I'm not even worried about that. Um, because I know again, none of that matters. Your body weight fluctuates every single day. It can change between your hormones, between the water that you drink, between the salt that you ate. Um, could just be a pretty shitty day. You may have not went to the bathroom yet. Like there are so many things that cause weight loss and weight gain. So you can't really, again, determine a couple of pounds changing every single day that you're just, you know, losing it or you're not losing it. So when I put that in the back of my mind and I remind myself, like, it doesn't matter anymore. Now it's just about becoming strong. So back to that point that I was saying, it's not about being skinny anymore. It's about being strong. It's about being able to, um, you know, I don't have kids yet, but one day be able to lift up kids without it being a chore to do. Or, you know, I coach a lot of women right now who have kids who are able to get down on the floor and play with them and not be winded and be able to get back up and to not be sore and their knees not hurt, you know, so on and so forth. So, I don't know. I just feel like I, I know this is kind of every which way, but I just there's got to be somebody listening to this or somebody who still struggles with the idea of a number on a scale who's wrapped up with the idea that their identity and their worth is based on that. And you guys, it is not fucking worth it. It's not fucking worth it to to worry about it every single day. It's not. And I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, if you would run the play, if you would fuel your body with good food, if you would work out and resistance train, do a little bit of cardio here and there, if you would focus on how you feel your energy levels 
you know, how your clothes are fitting. Like I promise you it's, it's impossible for you to not get yourself to where you want to be. If you will focus on that versus being so worried about that damn scale. Um, I don't know. It's, I'm very passionate about it because again, I coach women every single day who struggle with this and it is hard because you can't, you can't tell everybody, Hey, just do this. And it, it go off like a light bulb. Like people still struggle with it, you know? And I, and I get that. So I don't know. Again, I just, I feel like it's a big, heavy topic that needs to be talked about more. Well, and you're talking about this next generation that you're coaching in high school and how you do have a lot of moms, um, that do your program. If your daughter were, stepping on a scale every day and you could just see that it's killing in her inside like would you continue to let her do that right if your answer is no then why are you continuing to let yourself do that right you shouldn't be because if it's altering your mental state if it's consistently making you feel like a piece of shit throw it out the window there's other ways to determine your progress and 99% of them are better than the scale right so if you're not going to let your daughter go through that don't put yourself through it Right. Or anyone that you love for that matter. Yeah. If it's your boyfriend, if it's your husband, if it's your sibling, like, I mean, that just breaks my heart. If, if I could think about my sibling getting on a scale and being just absolutely heartbroken by that, like just, just don't do it to yourself guys. Like it is so fucking brainwashing, like so brainwashing. Um, and it just makes you just go insane and it is totally not worth it. And, you know, I preach and I preach and I preach and I know some people still get on that fucking scale every day. And I always tell them, light it on fire, fucking have somebody hide it. So you cannot step on it every day. And then somebody told me some fucking doctor literally get this. This doesn't tell you how sad the world is becoming. A doctor had told them to weigh themselves every single day. So if you fluctuate a lot, you won't be as upset with yourself if you go up one pound or two pounds and then you come down a pound the next day. And then if you go back up three pounds or if you come back down a pound, I'm like, what the fucking, what kind of advice is that? Like, that is a mind game in my opinion. And that's training yeah. people to want to weigh themselves every single day. Like, no, get it's the fuck off them to fixate on a number. Exactly. Get off of it. So I don't know what doctor that was, but I don't agree yeah. with that whatsoever. And, you know, as a female in general, life is hard enough. Our bodies change so much. You know, we have children. Our bodies transform. For God's sake, we grow a human inside of us. And we're more worried about a number on a scale than we are actually taking care of our children, you know, and actually nourishing them. Like, it's just, it it floors my mind that it's unfortunate. It really is. And this is not, this is not an episode to, you know, make people feel guilty. This is an episode to help encourage you to overcome that and to work hard and to not give up. That's another thing too. Like so many people throw in the towel and give up because they don't see that number coming down as quickly as they want it to. And again, I want to just say, well, how long have you been doing this? How consistent have you been? How are your clothes fitting? How are your energy levels? So on and so forth. So I don't know. I feel like I could sit here and talk about this all freaking evening, but it needs to be said. If you're listening to this again, just know from the bottom of my heart, I want nothing more than for you to be successful when it comes to weight loss. I want you to feel confident. I want you to feel comfortable. Um, but being worried about a number on a scale is not going to help you. It's going to make it worse. And if, if you're okay. listening to this and you can make a promise to yourself, get rid of the scale, do what I preach every single day, move your body, exercise, Fill your body with nutritious foods, eat your protein, and drink your water. And do that for a month, two months. Come back to me and tell me how you feel after that point. And take progress photos. Yep. I preach take progress photos. Yep. Um, 
and I know we kind of did hit on body dysmorphia, but I'm going to read kind of like what the definition of that is for anyone that may not know really what it is. So it's a mental health condition where a person really spends a lot of time worrying about the flaws in their appearance. And I actually just had a phone call with somebody yesterday who was talking about that. She's like, I've been working so hard. I have been doing everything that you've been telling me to do. Granted, she's been in the program for a week and a half. And she's like, but I just, I just look in the mirror and I don't see any changes. She's like, I, I'm just so hard on myself. Like, why is this not working? And my question to her was, how long did it take you to gain the weight? And it was like crickets. It was like, nothing was said. She was like, oh yeah, like it's taken me longer than a week and a half to gain all this weight. So yeah, it's probably gonna take me longer than a week and a half to lose the weight. So I want you to ask Very yourself, that too. you got to give yourself a little bit of credit. You've been doing this for a week and a half. You've been, you know, successfully doing what I've been telling you to do for a week and a half. Like you've got to buy into the process, guys. You've got to give in. Um, you've got to give effort towards it. Okay. This shit does not come easy. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. Like it's fucking hard, but you know what else is also fucking hard? Being 50 pounds overweight's hard, you know, talking about the episode where we talked about, you know, life being hard in general. So I don't know, quit comparing yourself to others, quit being wrapped up with a number on a scale, quit, you know, just, just quit, just absolutely quit. This is the episode I'm telling you to quit. And just run the play, do what I tell you to do, or do whatever, whatever you're doing, do what you're doing and stay off the fucking scale because it's just yeah. ruining your life. So there's that. So the other thing I want to talk about really fast before we uh, wrap it up is the difference between weight loss and fat loss. And this is going to, this also relates back to the scale because again, um, we're so worried about a number on a scale that we don't realize that there is this wonderful little thing called body recomp, recomposition. So the changing of your body, AKA the loss of fat. So fat loss and muscle growth. So I want to ask you though, first, Sydney, when you were doing 75 hard, when you were lifting weights, obviously, clearly you went through a body recomp, not even talking about the scale. So what are some of the visual changes that you saw when you were doing 75 hard or even up to this point, like from you when you were in college to now, like I'm trying to give them a visual idea of where they can start to see changes happening in their body. Yeah, so um, my like super touchy areas that I have always disliked, um, my stomach, obviously, I always carry a little more weight in my lower stomach, that like little pooch area. We fucking and all then, do. <laughs> yeah, and then my arms, um, they've just never been super toned. And I know I get that from my mom. My mom's arms are the same way. Um, so the day... I will never forget this day um, that I really started to notice a difference was when I think I was training biceps in the gym one morning and one of the guys that I know that's in there, he came up to me and he goes, damn, you look really good. Like you can see the definition in your arms. And I, that is the first time I've ever heard that in my entire life. And I looked in the mirror and then I kind of looked at him and I was like, thank you so much. And I rode that high. I don't, I still ride that high and like I know my arms don't look like that anymore but damn Keep that felt good. <laughs> oh that felt so good people I can notice see the definition yeah yeah I mean it's if you stick with it you do see the changes and once you see the changes happen like it's addicting. You want to keep going. Um, I saw the weight come off of my face. I always carry a little more weight in my face whenever I start putting it on. Um, I saw the difference in my arms. I can tell a pretty noticeable difference in my inner thighs. Like I, my thigh gap was a little bigger than it usually is. Um, thigh gap. <laughs> yeah. The weight in my stomach, I 
I what it wasn't a flat stomach by any means, but it was definitely a little smaller than what I'm used to having. Um, so all these little things that, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, if you, whenever your mind triggers you to step on the scale, take a progress picture instead, Mm -hmm. get in front of your camera, wear the same outfit. That's what I did. I wore the same outfit for every progress picture I took instead of stepping on that scale, take a picture because that's going to show you more progress than a scale will ever show you in your entire life. Right. Right. I 110% agree. I preach it. Just take the fucking progress photo. Stay off of it. Stay off scale. Make sure you got the angles correct. You know, if you got different angles, yep. it's gonna be a little hard to be able to tell. Make sure your lighting's good. Do it up against plain wall. Yep. Do the same outfit. You name it. Those pictures do justice. And if you guys follow me, you know I post progress photos of people all the time. Like, holy shit, there are changes that most people don't see. Like, I posted a girl the other day who's lost 10 pounds and you would you know, that may not seem like a lot, but like her whole body has changed. Like it's absolutely insane when you visually see those differences and you take your measurements as well too. That's also something else I would recommend is, you know, doing the inches off your waist. Cause that's what you're going to see. You're going to see inches off your arms, yeah. your waist, your hips, your chest, you know, all the above. So one thing that I noticed in my body composition, when it was changing was also my arms and also my back. I am quite literally obsessed with my back. I love my back. I love training back. I love my shoulders too. So I'm an upper body girl. If you have not learned, uh, I would train upper body all day, every day. And I struggle with legs and Sydney and I joke about this and talk about this all the time because I fucking hate training legs, but I am prioritizing them to the best of my ability because I know that's what it's going to take to make them grow. Um, Another thing too, like, and this is really random, but like you guys, I eat so much food now. And I tell you that because restricting yourself is not always the answer. Like, I can't explain to you, like, if you're working out, if your metabolism is running for you and it's high, less food is always not, not always the answer. And that's something else. Like, I have to retrain women's brains because they think, well, restrict, restrict, restrict. Well, no, that's not always the case. And, you know, I'll have women lose 10, 15 pounds and then we kind of hit a plateau and I'm like, okay, we need to put you, you know, we need to give you some more food. Like you're burning too many calories. We got to give you more food. Um, And that's something else I wanted to mention. Like I'm to the point where like I'm eating so much food. I mean, yeah, I feel a little fluffier. I feel like, you know, it is what it is. I hold on to a little bit more in my stomach and my hips. I get my hips from my father. God love him. Um, But, you know, those specific areas, you know, we all wish we had a tighter stomach. We all wish we had a smaller waist, you know, but the thing is you, you don't get to choose where the fat comes off first. And that's another thing, you know, you don't get to choose if it comes off your, your stomach, it may come off your back first, may come off the back of your arms, the back of your legs, you know, and that's why we take progress photos too. So you can actually see the visual changes and you know that it's working. It may not be your stomach right now, but you will get to that point. Um, so I don't really know where I was going with that. Just talking about body recomp. Um, so another thing that I tell women, you know, when we are, you know, focusing on body recomposition is you're really just losing body fat and you're gaining muscle and muscle. You guys, it is more dense than fat. So at the same time, you know, you may not be moving. The scale may not be moving that much, but you are changing. Um, I have a woman right now in the new new me program who was like, Hey, look, like I've really not dropped a pound yet, but I'm losing inches. Like, do I need to cut back on food? And I'm like, absolutely fucking not. Like it's working. I can see the changes in your, you know, your inches and in your photos. Like, and that's another thing too. quit being obsessed over the scale and understand that, you know, maybe you're supposed to be the weight that you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not 
the high school versions of ourselves anymore. We're not pre-pregnancy if you've had children anymore. Like, this is life, okay? We all change. When we get older, our bodies change. Like, quit being so worried about the number and focusing on, again, the strength. If your arms are getting bigger, if your waist is getting smaller, if your hips are getting smaller, then you're in a body recomp if the scale's not moving, okay? So, what's the word I'm thinking of? PSA, everyone, if you are doing the same things over and over and over again. And again, this is not saying it's one size fits all either. I need to throw that out there because it is true. There are different things for different people, different solutions for different problems, but this is very, very brief and in general. For months, or not even months, like six weeks, eight weeks, if you've been doing the same thing over and over and over again. So for instance, my new year, new me girls, if you've been eating a calorie deficit, if you've been lifting weights, if you've been drinking water, if you've been fueling yourself, if you've been eating the proper protein intake, and you're not seeing changes on the scale, but you're seeing changes in your arms. They're getting bigger. You see inches coming off your waist and your hips. You're literally in a body recomposition. So there is the, I don't even know a good word for it. There's the, I don't know. I was trying to come up with afternoon tea. Yeah. <laughs> trying to come up with a cool word for it, but I <laughs> lost me. Lost me real quick. Um, so I hope some of that was educational. I hope you'll take away, you know, from today. At the end of the day, you guys, this scale does not define who you are. It does not define your worth. It does not define how awesome you are, how um, how good of a person you are. It, it really, really doesn't. You know, I remember posting about that a long time ago, and so many women resonated with me because we do. We wrap our worth around a number on a scale. And I'm so blessed, though, as a health and fitness coach to be able to help women retrain their brains into knowing that you don't have to rely on that scale you can do this and not be obsessive over that number. You can do this and you can get strong and you can be happy and you can be lean and you can be toned because I know that's the body that you want. You don't want to just be a smaller version of yourself. You want to be toned. You want to be lean. You want to be strong. Um, I don't know. You got anything else? I think I'm ready to wrap it up, but I just want to get your, your, any words, last words before we do. Toned is the new skinny. Hell yeah. That's what we're going for. And in order to get there, we are, Throwing away the scales. We are burning the scales. We are breaking the scales. This is a no scale zone. We're done. No We're done with it. We're wiping our hands. We need fucking shirts to say no scale zones <laughs> and toned is the new skitty. All yes. right. It's official. We're making some. I love it. I love yep. it. I love it. Fucking put it in the background of your phone. Like make a background, like a wallpaper of it. Like you guys, I'm so serious. Like you will be so free and you will live a much happier and healthier life, not being so worried about that. So uh, with that being said, you guys, we appreciate you tuning in again today. We'll be back for another fun episode soon. But in the meantime, don't forget to just do sis because no one else's opinion matters. We'll talk to you guys next time.